The shit came from Ice Cube lyrics and Easy E spirit. Uh, ain't where you been is where it's at. The shit came from Snoop Dogg hooks and Dr. Drake beats and uh, ain't where you been is where it's at. The shit came from Biggie with the flow, Tupac with the beefs and uh, ain't where you been is where it's at. That means there's no limit to the run. A masterpiece for the streets and uh, ain't where you been is where it's at. I used to bump that D nice. I ain't play with Fisher Price. Now I'm my CD changer. I ain't want Power Ranger. Niggas find it funny how I used to want to rock, 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 stock, stock. And bitches tend to flock, huh? Can't nobody check me. I check twice and I see Nikes. Zero, zero commas in my check while they don't like me, huh? Pull up to your function. My bitch ugly than a motherfucker. Thicker than a motherfucker. Drunk, so yeah, I probably. Yo, 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 this is the neighborhood spit podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> got myself turking here, man. Left on me, we got my nigga Frank. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We back, we back with another one. Hey, we going hard today. You know what I'm saying? Get to the, the left of him. We got, you know, Miss Loka. Loka Amor, your unconventional uh, therapist. Uh, word, word, word. Well, hold on, let me get my title. I'm Frank the Cave, man, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Let me throw my shit up in there. We ain't figured out Turks yet. But now we got titles. I want to sound like I'm a professional podcast. Let me give me a title, right? It's your girl. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm your favorite person on this panel, so it don't matter. Hey, she, hey, you my favorite person on this panel. <laughs> well, you know, I keep it going. <laughs> somebody like me, shit. Without me. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> No, I'm, <laughs> I'm bullshit. <laughs> hey, what y'all? What we gonna touch man, on? Man? Listen, there's many things, but let's man. start with the the Mister Jonathan. What's his last name? Kirk. Yeah, hey, Kirk. No a nigga named Jonathan. Uh, Kirk, AKA the baby, Mister Five Seven. A kill you in the Walmart. <laughs> um, and Danny Lee's brother. Running up on him at the bowling alley, where uh, did y'all wait? First of all, before we before we say, oh, who is this big nigga on the internet gyrating all over the place? Y'all seen this man with the that lock? I'm so tired of seeing that <laughs> shit. Uh, apparently, he was at the bowling alley where this went down because he was dancing in the background. For real? Yeah, that's why that they was fighting. But anyway, that nigga too damn big. I'm like, you I, too I saw big a nigga. Like, I saw a nigga said, man. <laughs> He said, man, I can only imagine what that nigga's shoes going through. His big ass. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga fucking up the shoes. But my people so funny. <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why it always got to so be some big muscular goofy dude just <laughs> he, out here gyrating viral, in public though. spaces? Like, you can't find nothing else to do. He did one at the hot That's dog That's an L for the culture yeah. right yeah. there. But you like know that. what? I can't be mad because them stupid ass videos opened. He everywhere gyrating now. It took <laughs> one video for him to go viral. And now he everywhere gyrating. Hell yeah. Celebrities. In the second video, it's an old black man in the background shaking his head like, man, "What the fuck? Is what the fuck?" But is he was—I just had to bring that up because a separate video came out. And it was like old boy was at the bowling alley where the fight went down. And I was like, he was dancing. I'm like, I have to drink at that nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to see him dance. I just want to see where he is proportionate to the fight. So I can—that's gonna make it that much funny to see them niggas swinging in the background. I second guess that shit after I throw the drink because that nigga look like he quick on his feet. Man, yeah, hell no, ain't no his body. It looks like his body gravity is oh, too big on the top. I think it's supposed to be a linebacker, hey, boy. But, but the question was, did 
did, did Danny, Danny Lee's Lee's brother. brother overstep by trying to like? Did he go too far? Like, did he did he overstep his boundaries right. by trying to defend his like sister's said, honor? Like I was Break saying, down, first off, I think the whole shit was staged. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the baby about to drop an album. Ditto, did I mean blase, blase. But if it wasn't staged, of course he went too far. It was dumb. For him to run up to that nigga in the bowl and that like he ain't have five bodyguards there. Mm. He stole on that nigga one time. He lost his grip. Well, they all no, was sliding failed. everywhere. He's, yeah, he was Everybody the, was sliding everywhere because of the, the bowl and that. Yeah, but it was just like, I feel like it was staged for the most part. But her brother, to answer the question, if it wasn't staged, he definitely went too far. It's like, nigga, the shit over with, man. Like, People get clowned on the internet all day, man. Every yeah, day, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, I'm sure you done did some foul shit to a woman in your life, nigga. They brother ain't coming to beat your ass. It's just like, nigga, just take the L, man. Like everybody, some shit's just gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? As long as he ain't put his hands on her, like right. he should have left it at that. And sis deactivated, she had deactivated her social media because right. of it. But my thing is, you know, the internet is forever. Mm-hmm. Once somebody posts it and put mm-hmm. your name on it. The people start sharing it. It's 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 in rotation now. You can't get out of that. She got a child with this man, mm-hmm. and now this on the internet. Now you on the internet trying to fight, getting your ass beat. Uh, <laughs> your 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 niece's uh, uh, daddy. You even the if, uncle. Even if you did that's that's why that's why. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry I'm let you finish I'm, I'm gonna just let you saying finish. like What's the point like, what, what Because you you're not gonna stop Right What was you saying Cause I was like so what I, so I, so I wanted to cut in But go my self control Was trying to allow me to stop Go ahead I just uh, It don't make sense And that's That's what That's right. what I was looking at it as More than Even more than him Trying to defend his sister Is like you disrespecting me as an uncle because I don't want my niece to see no or have to go through no shit like this. That was more the problem for for me because kids don't know shit about the internet and you really fucking shit up by, you know, embarrassing us as a family more than you feel like you exposing this girl. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's how I was looking at it. <laughs> I felt like he thought if it wasn't staged, <laughs> the only way I could get close to him is if I could try to have a conversation with him by himself because when the video come on, he's so close that it's obvious that the video didn't just come on. He was just whooping his ass. Mm-hmm. It was it was something that was talked about before. So I feel like he was trying to get him alone and feel like, if I can get this nigga alone, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. Right. And I feel like, ah, that probably didn't happen. Maybe like, man, get the cameras out, y'all. Get the on cameras the, On the flip side. They clearly were having a discussion. On the flip side, I feel like, if if that wasn't the case, he was trying to come as uncle instead of brother at that point. And I feel like you can't do that after you make a video saying I'm gonna beat your ass on yeah, site. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's like on you site cannot is on site. you exactly you cannot come out talking aggressive like I'm gonna fuck you up, wait till I da 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 because you think you can do this to a, my sister, a female, da 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 and then try to come to him like uncle, like look, bro, nah. Right. <laughs> All that shit is, is out the window now. Once you approach me pulling your pants up, it's a wrap. It's a fight. Right. Shoot, shoot the one. Now, I'm not saying Jonathan wasn't wrong for off. swinging because you're in my personal space and you pulling up your pants. Uh, that's also hood language for it's about to go down. He was taking his jacket off too. You swing it before that. That, all that shit even happens. You know right. Like, so, and it's like, <laughs> fuck the environment we in. You know what I'm saying? One, I feel like every time this man shows up on my timeline, he is fucking up some. I'm talking about. Mr. Kirk, Mr. The Baby. Mm-hmm. Every time he on my timeline now, it's some bullshit behind it. 
Like we're not talking about yeah. his art. We're not talking about no projects he put now. We talk about him in some fuck shit. Like him fighting at the bowling alley. Him yeah. on live with Danny Lee twice. Him in altercation with somebody or talking stupid or saying something dumb at the the concert. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. He know how to go viral though. Like I'm saying, when he did that Danny Danny Lee shit, like I swear the next day he had like was it like two singles that came out? And now he has an album that's about to drop right now. I feel like it's all for... Marketing genius. You know exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so and then it's like... And he make good videos, too. And the freestyle that he just dropped, that shit was hard. But no, like, I did like the freestyle. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Gotta admit that shit. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Fire. That doesn't, not, that doesn't make him a bad rapper. I'm just saying, right. like, now we have to deal... We still dealing with the, like, all publicity is good publicity mm. aspect yeah. of... Like people in the media, right. and it's like when you're a public figure, or artist, or whatever, and your name is constantly in some shit. Don't get me wrong, the buzz is as long as people talking about you, right? Mm. But if the buzz is always some bullshit, how at what point does that fizzle out? I, before you That's cut in, Turk, let me just say one thing. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was with all of his marketing shit up until he did the shit with Danny Lay, and I don't necessarily feel like he was wrong in that situation. I just feel like I wouldn't do that. As a black man and a black woman, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that shit on, on camera. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, he could have, like, 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 like uh, I saw on other podcasts. Even though it's his crib, he could have left. He ain't got to leave and move out, but he could have left for that that moment and be like, you know what? I'm about to go hit a corner real quick because this bitch is really tripping. Just like we're recording saying? the podcast, though, he didn't have to put this shit out on, on the live. So I'm right. doing this for my safety. You can right. record for your safety and not be on the internet exactly. for your safety. That's what I'm. And that's right. the fuck shit. I you know, and I talked about it on the well, podcast before. That's the fuck shit I don't like is because you're an adult, mm. right? right? You're an adult. You have shit to lose. You have children. Are you being a good example for said children? No. And that's what I am. Then like, you're disrespecting man. one of the mothers of your that's children. That's what I said. That shit was some tacky On shit. a public platform for millions of people to see. So how much of a man can you call yourself at this point? Your maturity level is out the window. That's a fact. And He's, then but I'm he stated to, it in the freestyle. He he cuffed bitches in the wintertime. It's over with in the summer. That's what he said, man. He snapped. Not applicable. <laughs> you can't because be. You, can't you be. had her. He got to get his summer, game tight, man. You can't be winter, doing all that. Fall, so you can't. You can't do all of that and then right, you know yeah, say yeah, I don't really I'll love you shit. and like you went through a baby in this yeah, shit. He was man. Loving you can't. Saying, you, can't you can't do that. You know, you got. You're gonna be a player. Be a player. It's only valuable because these bitches got your kids. I'm sorry. I'm using. I'm using the term bitches very loosely. Um, these women got your kids you still responsible for said kids you still have responsibility to their mothers to remove yourself from any situation you don't find favorable because as the as a black man and as a father you owe it to your children not to in my opinion disrespect their mothers I know that can be hard sometimes for some people but still you're an you're a rapper you have a million Plus people following you on a regular basis. That shit's got to be embarrassing. That's I, weird. I, I say people don't know the effect this is going to have on kids until we late. figure out what the effect that it's going to have on mm-hmm. kids. Because we're now in a day and age where people are getting embarrassed on on fucking line and shit like that. And, and, and showing their ass and just on doing shit for likes. And you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, even even to speak back to my nigga, Rashad, like that, that sex tape might be on the internet for ages. And his son might... Yeah. I don't even want to speak I to I feel him, like that's man. a conversation. You know it's like, always a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but attention is even the, the women though. Yeah. though. Like, like the women who 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 are in their generation considered hoes. Like once they have a son, it's like uh, you know I, I don't. 
as a son, I don't want to hear no nigga talk about my mother like that. Facts. I'll, I'll never want to hear a nigga talk about my mother like that because my mother is never going to show that side to me, even if she is a hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it's up until we get into a certain age where we understand these women can't be hoes. But as you're a child and you're trying to understand that, right. that's hard to grasp that. You don't want to look at the person why, you man, Mommy, why, why when I go to school, they be calling you a hoe? Like, right. like when you think about, like, like you know, some love and hip-hop shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On that level, like, like I don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, uh, well, son, why you keep getting kicked out of school, bitch? They calling you a hoe. Yeah, I'm fighting. Don't for call your me no bitch. Why they calling you that every day? You know what I'm saying? Like Kim K explain her sex tape to her kids. Like, do you think that's ever going to be a? Kim K. Oh my god! First Anyone. of all, how that's do you explain your sex tape and then the fact that your husband, soon to be ex husband, keep bringing it up? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> not, a, it's Ooh, not a good look. Layer. These kids, like, they gonna it's. It's going to affect them some I way. I feel like... Well, you know son, saying? when That's, you understand this family, we do a lot of things for money. <laughs> we do a lot of things for That's money. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a double-edged sword because you, on one end, you do have the sex tape. That's going to be a conversation for your daughters and your sons. Come on. But then to be... About to be uh, have an ex husband soon. Whenever that's settled and done, to have crazy. an ex husband who then brings it up every chance he gets or tries to use said media to try to rally people behind him and and then paint you as X Y Z because we don't really know what's going on. We only see bits and pieces. Is this nigga it's, no longer a Christian? Because that nigga moving like he nah. like he just left. I the don't church. know what Kanye you know what West is. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye Yeezy, cannot pull with Snoop did. Kanye cannot do what Snoop did. Only Snoop can do what Snoop does because I don't know why, but we just don't care when it's Snoop. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Snoop shows us enough that he's still black no matter what at the root of whatever he does. Because he did reggae, he did gospel, he did, of course, rap, he's done cooking, he's done acting, and he's done Dubai music. Snoop has always been Snoop. In other languages. From 90, whatever year he came out to this year, he's the same dude, you know what I'm saying? Same personality. I feel like Kanye goes, to the extreme somewhat to be a character of what he's trying to represent as a message and people don't like that because we as as black people we do have a tendency to only want to see and like a person how we want I like see. college dropout Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> the double polos. I, I okay. like him up until graduation. After that, after he lost his mom, he really changed and I feel like, you know, I understand that, you know, something traumatic is that can affect them in ways yeah. that we don't understand because everyone is different but i feel like the music changed and i feel like the kanye changed to what we felt like we knew about him you know what i'm saying but uh i feel like uh i feel like uh as far as the the baby and danny lay uh brother whatever i am more on the stage side of it and it's starting to feel like if that stage all this shit was staged because when you go back to the first fight when the nigga was in the louis vuitton store the nigga who was in the louis vuitton store looked like why are you in the louis vuitton store like nigga don't like you finna buy shit well that's (laughs) i mean if we talking about celebrities being in these uh, these name brand stores like look at jim jones in the gucci store yeah that dude's that nigga cam whatever his name was he's dead now but he said that shit was staged before he died. You know what I'm saying? He said that he got paid oh, damn, like him. 60 bands to. So he said that, and coincidentally, yeah. he died the next year? I ain't saying it like Okay, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, let's put our conspiracy caps on now. Let's was, not ignore it. I didn't know he was unalive. 
Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, God rest his soul. He but was a, a one up and coming rapper or some shit like that. Well, I mean, you, attention is the new currency, right? Like you know, you yeah, get man. enough exposure and attention, then money start rolling in nowadays. That's a fact. Right. So people are really willing to do any and everything to keep their name relevant or to become relevant in some way, shape, or form, whether that's good and or bad. Just like um, remember what's the what's the bonk, bonk gang the boy? Oh yeah, he changed his whole gang, life and now. He's changed his whole life, but. Life. He started off what? Just trying to get attention. Then it was drugs. Then it was attention and drugs. And it just got out of hand. I mean, I'm happy he's clean and sober and living a different life now, but he'll never. I mean, I feel like certain parts of that will never recover because, like I said, the internet is forever. Even now, he's like, stop calling me. My name is like, this is my name now. This is, that's not, that was who I was. This is who I am. Right. And it's like people are still holding on to. I feel like he. he that. He he got to he got back to who he really was and not who he was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, <laughs> he got back to who he really was and not who he was trying to be. And I feel like that's the beautiful thing about it because I do feel like a lot of young artists, from what I'm hearing through DJ Academics podcast, right. are realizing that at a younger age. I feel like you got a lot of rappers who rap the gangster and wasn't gangster a lick they whole career, but mm-hmm. that's what they're stuck in at this point. They they're only going to identify what their mind has told them to identify by and what has made them successful to even fuel that identification. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, it's, 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 it's really crazy. I just want to bring up the fact how you said attention is a new currency. I'm on Instagram, man. I literally follow a girl that literally dances and twerks to a song every day. I had to unfollow her because I had to realize yeah, what the say, fuck what, am I looking what at? What made you follow you know what I'm her is the question. Well, I don't mind looking at a little ass. It's just the point that... <laughs> Once I realize that every time I see on my timeline that she's literally twerking to a song, like mm-hmm. I've, I, I don't see nothing else. I don't see not another. It, it ain't. I'm twerking and then oh well, I make flowers. Do you or know, I'm twerking and you know it's like this is what she's trying to make a career. Do you know what? And you probably don't, but I'm just gonna ask because you said you were were following her. Do you know around about how many followers she had? Uh, she's not. A like big a, one. a guesstimate. She's not a big. Uh, I would say like you know uh, maybe like twenty k, ten k, somewhere between ten. So that means ten point some odd thousand men, Don't mind preferably that. every day. Men are scrolling their timeline and seeing that exact same content. And, you know, nowadays, when you get to a certain amount of followers or interactions or views, you know, you can monetize on that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's Attention is the new currency. So, you know, now me and Turk argued about it. He's like, I don't know who just got ass on their timeline. Prime <laughs> example is if you scroll, you next to your homeboy, just peek over on his Instagram. You're going to see an ass or two. It's hard not it's, to look at ass on that explore there. page. I don't it's, care how much basketball I watch. It's at least one fat ass that's there. Just point, to remind me that. You, you done, can't. You can't resist. You done double tapped on a bitch in a jersey dress who ass was sticking out. Like that's what I'm saying. The oh, algorithm is different. It don't matter. It's been times so where I done popped up on the ass side of Instagram, and I'm like, how did I get here? Why are there big booty bitches on my timeline? Don't I act like you weren't how happy. How did I get here? Don't act like you weren't happy. I wasn't. Why? Why want to look at some big booty bitches? That ain't my ass. Okay, I ain't got that ass. I want to. If I want to look at some ass like that, I'm. I'm gonna go home and look in the mirror. I don't want to look at your ass. I mean, I admire beautiful women, but I don't want to just be scrolling through ass and titties all day. Shit, and that's then, not my forte. But I'm just saying, like, nowadays... I thought it was you, a compliment, you no, know, to uh-uh. get in the ass section. Fuck all of that. I ain't trying to see no shit I ain't got. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a little jealous. <laughs> 
Damn, why you bitches get all the booty and the thighs and the titties and shit? <laughs> to, to speak back to that BBL. baby shit, he definitely was. I feel like it was staged, man. And like, I go back to what Frankie said. Some of these niggas do be picking up that persona, like my nigga Charles White, White Charleston White said and shit. But because when you said that shit, the first person I thought about is Soldier Boy. I, I really feel oh like he God. really believe he's a gangster in his head. You know what and I'm he saying? Not. He put on that persona like he really believes he's a gangster. He believes he a lot of things. He got down with the blood. That's so what I'm saying. Like, he shot a nigga. It's niggas and he like broke that into his real. crib. So he think, well, he ain't break in. Sakashi really think he a gangster right now. Bro, in his head, he really think he he's a gangster. I think he got mental issues. But the way he moved, the way he talking, like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really, yeah. I, I think like they personality just. personality disorder. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's, that's a mental issue. And we don't identify because it's regular, but. Look at it like a rap character, but at the same time, it's like you got a mental issue I, if you really believe yeah. this when you go home or not. I feel like that goes back to when we were talking about on that episode last episode. When we were talking about how people uh, have this persona mm. that they grasp onto when we were talking about nicknames and it, like these identities right. that people have um, and how they grasp onto that and they make that their their lives. Right? Mm. Obviously, this is not true to who you are as a person. Mm. But for social media and for anybody asking, this is you and this is what I do and this is right. how I am. And it's it's obviously not true. And Takashi, baby mama spoke to that on Vlad and shit. She was like, Danny, he's a different person. But Takashi, he's a completely different person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like right. that. You know what I'm saying? And when you have to refer to people by the names that they right. go by. And like clearly if this personality is wildly different from this personality, right. then obviously it's a front. Like you never gonna hear somebody mention my my name Courtney and then say Loca and think those are two different people. Mm-hmm. Courtney and Loca are very much the same person. The only difference is if I'm on the stage or not. And when I say stage, I'm talking about spoken word or mm-hmm. clubhouse or something Platform. like. Right. Right. Shout out Where to I'm her. Some, she do it all, goddammit. Doing some um something <laughs> that requires me to public speak or something like that's the only difference. Like on this platform, I'm Loca, but Loca is not different mm-hmm. from Courtney. Courtney and Loka are synonymous. So it's just, you know, when those, when it's wildly different one to the other and you putting on two different lifestyles, two different personality types, like that shit's crazy. That's a fact. That's a fact. I think we juiced all of that out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think we but got But with that everything. being said, since we was talking about cheering. Right. <laughs> Do you think, babies. okay, you know, and babies and, and how, how things like this will eventually affect, um, you know, the children coming up. Uh, I forget where I saw this at, but do you do you think that people, and I'm saying people because I don't just want to make this a black issue because I think everybody has a hand in it. Do you think people encourage their children to grow up too quickly? Right? Because we don't really find children being children anymore. Um, I don't feel like... I want to speak to like the way they dress kids nowadays, and that's not speaking. That's part to, of it, and that that shit is wrong. You know what I'm saying? When they dress kids like they're like they want their boyfriend to be dressed and shit like that. Like how kids dressing for prom now? You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about young kids wearing fucking. You know what I'm saying? Um, Gucci or something real expensive, and they fucking mm-hmm. five years old. It's like really like. It's really like an outfit a man would have on. You know it's just yeah, baby size. like like the memes. They be like, "Why are you dressing your son like your baby daddy?" You know, what I mean? like these boys is out here right. with sagging in jeans and got the hoodies on, the chains and the watches. Yeah, like, why do you have exactly. a baby Rolex? Watch- like, what's going that's on? That's my point. And it's like it's hard for me to speak to that because I ain't got kids, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's forcing them to grow up too fast. But that's going to force them to to like you know the expensive shit and the nice shit, like. 
I feel an entitlement yeah, to it. feel like they, they need that, you know what I'm saying, type mm-hmm. of shit. Like, I feel, you're probably right. Kids need to be kids, man. Mm-hmm. Like, kids don't know what the fuck Gucci is. They need to, they like on Spider-Man or Batman. They don't even know what the fuck they like mm-hmm. into. It's, I don't know, man. I like I don't like to speak on the I, parents and shit because I don't have kids. Well, but. I don't, I wouldn't even say parenting. I'm just saying, like, because I, you know, you have, if you have grown up where your parents bought you every new pair of Jordans and you had, like, what was it, Ibizu and fucking, what was the name brands when we was growing up, Rockwell type mm. shit? Like, so our, I'm speaking differently from maybe some generations coming up because they are in the Gucci, they are in the Louis Vuitton, mm. they are in it, they are in those thousand dollar brands they are. where for us, if you had on a new Rockerwear outfit or Sean John, whatever was popular back then, um, what was E40's brand? You know what I'm saying? Like, you was out here getting the, whatever the newest brand mm-hmm. was, uh, Gerbo jeans, yeah. you know? Yeah. When you was Anichi. wearing ev- the, yeah, uh, uh, Echo, Enichi, and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Well, back in the day, we had the uh, the leather coats. What was they called? Pelly coats and stuff like that. And and it's like (laughs) when you're used to that, I can see why you would want, you know, our generation while you would still dress your children because you had it. You know, you want your kids to have it, but does that mean that your kid will never be in a Walmart or Geranimals from Walmart brand, or you we ain't never gonna shop at the Target? You know what I'm saying? We didn't happen until we started picking out our own clothes, which was like. 11 or 12 when you wanted to start picking out. But before that, you ain't give a fuck. I, I disagree. Maybe, <laughs> I'm going to say like fourth grade, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't going to lie. Because I, I, and I feel like everybody's in tune with the culture. But when LL Kuzay started wearing FUBU, I was in the first grade. I knew I wanted FUBU. <laughs> I knew I wanted FUBU, and I got FUBU. And, but it, the thing is, and I'm not saying that parents do it today, my mom wasn't going to kill herself to get it, and I didn't have a, a understanding to it. Like, if I don't get it, I'm going to go be a spoiled brat. As if I could get it, like, my, I got that got the Value City. Once, first of all, I say Value City, so we know that it's a discounted item anyway. Yeah. And I was in the kids' section, goes, it's going to be that much cheaper, but, you know, we go to Value City. I'm like, my, I got this jersey over It's only $20. You want to get it? Yeah, I'm going to get it. $20, yeah, I wasn't going to kill her. You know what I'm saying? But. But at the same time, though, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't five and six years old when, like you said, wearing something that I didn't know I wanted to wear, whatever cartoon that reflected where I was at in life. Yeah. I didn't care about it when I was a really, really young kid. It wasn't until I got old, well, first grade, when I'm seven years old. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that. High school was a different time for us, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Because if you didn't have the, the name brands, right? If you didn't have the J's, if you didn't have the fucking lug boots or whatever the fuck niggas was into, the Tim's, right? Fashion the show. It was a fashion show. And if you didn't have the latest, you were talked about. And I, I don't feel like that's any different now. That's hard culture, though, which is um, fucked up. Yeah, it is. Because you don't know their story. You don't know their lifestyle. But it was like, I wasn't ever one of those kids who had, I was always on some hand-me-downs. I ain't going to hold you. Like, I'm saying some of the freshest niggas be the brokest niggas. It doesn't reflect but, anything. But though, now, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mindset with that was being a person that I, I dressed fairly nice throughout high school. Uh-huh. From me growing up in the projects, I never looked down on anybody. Like even around the friends I was with, anytime they were, oh man, nigga from the projects, though, I'm like, I'm from the projects. Like, what what does that mean? Aren't we all? You from the projects? <laughs> Y'all when, and when they heard that, it changed the nigga perception because right. niggas would look at me from about what I wear and think I live in the big house. Right. And I just got the picket. Like, no. I was you different. Know what I'm See, I was that way when when I was in Gary, when I was in middle school. But in high school, it's like, nigga, I wore like the same hoodie five days a week, damn near, nigga. I wore the same 
jacket. It, it was a basketball hoodie or something. I ain't mm-hmm. have to dress up. I was that nigga. Like, I don't have to be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, and somebody's going to like me. A bitch is going to like me regardless about how I dress. Are, it wasn't saying? like that when at my high school, but y'all high right. school was mm-hmm. different. Y'all had to be fresh and shit. But of course, it was fresh niggas at my high school. I'm just like, I didn't have to do I didn't that have to shit. Be one you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. It ain't you know that you had to be fresh, but I feel like what we don't say the truth is, is like, all that shit go a part of, uh, of getting women. You know what I'm saying? And women look at that as a status just as much as we do. Right. And I feel like, like you said, at your high school, y'all status was more of a culture of if you were to start playing on the high school, basketball, football, the sport, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. If you were popular from that sport, it didn't matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, at our school, you had to do that and look nice right. and have a car. But and do all that, you know what I'm saying? And smart, have money. They didn't care about that. Right. Well, I was smart, <laughs> and I was fairly attractive, so I kind of was in the middle. I ain't have to be right. fresh. Some of the niggas was dumb as a box of rocks, right. but they was fresh though. You know, I rarely. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about high school, my junior <laughs> and senior year. I rarely ever got fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wore different shoes and shit, but nigga, I was wearing the same hoodies and sweaters and mm-hmm. damn near black That's t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Every day, like I. I never felt the need to to get fresh. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I feel like our generation is, is the beginning of what is coming as far as just being conscious on the level or really having a better understanding of what this life shit right. is about. We're not following the program. Like, I just feel like the younger generation before us, they're more open and they're monetizing it. But I feel like our generation, because we're the first internet babies. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just didn't take advantage and do all the things that these younger generations are doing with the internet. But right. we definitely been had that mindset. We just weren't vocal about our mindset because, for the most part, we was following the program until we got old enough to feel like, hey, man, hold up. That don't yeah. make sense. But now you got, like, okay, and, and back to, to reeling it back in. Like, because yeah. when we talk about, like, children growing up too fast, like, literally people will have children create a social media page for their kids. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're dressing their children in these. Uh, I'm going to say adult, uh, not even and and just not even speaking on name brands. You have boutiques out here who makes children's clothing that look like adult. What I would compare to an adult outfit for the club. Like you got these little girls in these tube tops and these little flare bottom pants and shit like that. You know the women. I'm not just. And I'm, I'm just saying you have this culture where. And of course, a child is a child. You can never make a child look like an adult. But with that being said, you are enhancing what we would consider to be childish clothing. I'm just gonna say childish clothing. Like you know what happened to when you were wearing the little the little patent leather shoes with the frilly socks? Like where uh, light that? up shoes, light up shoes was the, the shit. Yeah, well, I, I said that. like you can still dress your children nice, but do they have to dress like you would dress Every on day? a Friday night right. going to a right. fucking bar or club? And the kid ain't going out no damn well. Shit, what he got a post, baby party to go to? Post pictures on the internet, the baby or, club, or to to try to keep you know safe face or keep up an appearance and then also with that not even just looks and how you dress your kids but you have just going into the culture if you got five kids and the oldest of those children is old enough to fucking watch the other four mm. you going every other weekend mm. you know? and you know you what people will like say that. in this generation mm. Say that. If you broke then, just say it then. That's what they'll say. <laughs> if you, you know what broke, If you broke, just say it then. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly right. what they'll say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I'm a, real I'm, shit. Honestly, I really adopted more of a mindset because I grew up in that mindset. Like I like I always tell the story that when I was uh 
12, I told my mother in the car, I was like, Ma, as soon as, I'm old enough, as soon as I'm old enough to get a summer job, I'm going to start working because you spoiled me. And she looked at me shocked, like, you think I spoil you? I'm like, yeah. I'm, because my mom always looked at it like, you make good grades, I'll buy you whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, people who know me in gray, I, I got my R pluses in, in, in elementary. I got my A's <laughs> in motherfucking middle and high school. Up until about junior senior year when I got the feeling like, eh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep it up me. Oh, this nigga used to get at least three A's in middle school. Now, it wasn't straight, but this nigga was smart, too, in Miss Turner's class. Let's not act like niggas weren't smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me see your homework. You like, but for the most part, all kids be smart when they're young until they get older and they decide they want to try to be cool. And then it ain't really yeah. cool to not be smart. That's you know what I'm saying? And uh, I just want to say, like, as far as my angst with uh, kids growing up too fast, I really feel like a lot of it is in the media because just how Courtney displayed, I do... I do have certain friends that their parents didn't allow them to watch, you know, anything, but mm-hmm. I didn't grow up that way. I was allowed. To, I'm talking about as as soon as I could open my eyes, I could watch whatever was on that TV with anyone else. It uh. didn't matter. I wasn't censored. You know what I'm saying? Like I could watch it along with adults. So to my understanding, that was normal. And I thought everybody, because if I could go to school and make a joke about something, they well, could laugh because they understood it. I thought everybody was able to do that. I was the same you know way though. Saying? Cause I, I tell people all the time, I don't, I don't watch cartoons. I didn't grow up as a kid watching cartoons cartoon. because I, I watched I movies before car- cartoons came on, like my uncles and shit. So I was locked I was into movies and I wasn't really into animated shit. You know what I'm saying? Anime. So I watched like, <laughs> what, what's that? Hey Arnold. Russell shit Westbrook like, voice. Hey Arnold, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. It's probably Dexter's four or five cartoons that I oh, actually Nigga, you watched. caught on late, nigga. My first oh, shit monsters, was. All that shit. That was yeah, my see, shit. Yeah, see, I don't remember. Real monsters, girl. Real monsters. I don't remember none of that shit. All monsters, real monsters. You're right. Man, I'm talking about. Looney Tunes, Tiny Tunes, Scooby Doo, Baby Scooby Doo, Dragon Ball Z, Hey Arnold, SpongeBob, Rocket Power, <laughs> fucking all the Disney shows from Jet Jackson, uh, So Weird with Sophie. I watched all the Nigga, Disney I watched shows, everything I didn't, I didn't watch that could be consumed shit. as a cartoon. I wasn't I really into Except like shit. Ed and Eddie and shit like that. That was kind of boring to me. Courage of Cali Dog was funny as hell, though. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the funny. cartoons I watch is because, you know, it was three. Well, was, I have three brothers, but it was three of us around the same age. And Boomba used to watch cartoons, so I watched it like Johnny Bravo and shit. But I wasn't really into like all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Arthur. Barney, you know, what I'm saying? I, I've watched it. You know what I'm saying, but I wasn't really into it. I'm ready. Bikers, mice nigga, from Mars. Turn, turn back to Mo Money, nigga. Why we gotta watch it? You know what I'm saying? That's Dark Wing Duck. That's the type of God shit. God damn it, I, was I know it all. I watched it all. Shit, I was a kid. Shit, I loved Gargoyles, it. Come on, man. I'm I don't just know half of like, the shit y'all. That's Saturday right, right there. That's all Saturday morning. Right? I think. Well, I will say, luckily, children are at least encouraged to be into the things that they're into. Right? Like more people, if you like the game. You can monetize off being a gamer now. I think people are pushing their children into doing those types of things. But um, the example I was given, though, was just simply like just, well, it's not like kids can just run outside all day until the streetlights come on because the world we live in is not. Tablet. Um, man, that was so. I'll that pass. Was, that's a fun not, kid. That's a fun life, though, man. Like, it is. That's but, so much freedom as a kid, though. You don't even understand how important that was for us, though. For us like, to be able to go. My bad. I don't mean oh, to cut no, you no, off, Courtney. Ahead, for us to be able to run eight blocks deep and not have to worry about shit, be riding bikes with kids. And, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Not be tired. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that don't happen no more. You just tell your mama or your grandma, we going to the pavilion. 
It's right around it's the corner. Right around you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't do shit. Because they could have called somebody. We're going to the candy lady house. We're right. going to, you know, you didn't have to search far or wide to right. know where your kids were back in the day. Like, obviously, I've said this before. Like, kids aren't, they, they can't go outside like that. Like, Ooh. I know we want our children to go outside and play, but they just don't have the environment that we had. Like, when we talk about the village that Ooh. we grew up in, we still very much had an active village in a lot of cases when we were growing up. So, we were able to go from the from the time the sun came up, you get dressed, brush your teeth, wash your face, eat breakfast, and you outside dirty. Six. Oh, and, I'm talking about until, six in the morning. Until <laughs> that first street light hit, you like gotta go. Everybody right. on their bikes, you disperse. Not exactly. I'm but, talking about when we was well, like depends. nine, ten years old. You know what yeah, saying? Like, like and like you go to the G station, like ooh. we go into the Shell station together. Everybody got their five dollars. You can go in there and get all the snacks. We used to go in that bitch for two dollars and load <laughs> up. That's what shit was cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like the ice cream man, the blue bunny ice cream man gave us ice cream on credit type shit. Like you ain't got the dollar today, bring me a dollar tomorrow. Like so they don't have that, but. But I've just noticed, like, just in in a lot of ways, like I said, if you have multiple children, even in our generation, if a mother had multiple children, she was a single mother, usually the oldest was the caregiver in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Or I don't feel like that's necessarily changed. I think maybe some people are more mindful of it. But when they get to a certain age, you know, even when we got to a certain age, we were left alone. Yeah. In the house to fend for ourselves. You know, don't answer my door, don't answer my phone. If something happened down 911, you know, go to the next door neighbor house. But oh, yeah. it's like, I feel like with social media and with like appearances that people want to keep and up. Parenting and, 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 and parenting, they're definitely changing. Children are required to have more of a different type of mindset, I would say, right. than what we had growing up it's a f- our parents used to drop us off at parties though when we was like <laughs> we used to get dropped off at skate world when we was 11 12 oh, yeah. years old that's what i'm saying like man i ain't gonna lie man yeah, once you start that. getting older man you you was ready to have a house to yourself that's like all right my god right. go to work gonna be late i'm just saying shit, we just had I, so much shit to do the kids have now now we understood the power of going outside and having that freedom because right. before you could go to college and you ain't have no freedom you could talk on the phone anywhere in the house how you yeah. wanted to get your little cussing in god damn it you know what i'm saying whatever <laughs> you can have people over our moms ain't gonna be back to 4 30 y'all can come on play the game fuck it you know what i'm saying nobody in my house have everybody at the house come on everybody over there yeah moms now, you come kids, back to 4 kids gotta be worried about getting home to cook dinner for their siblings right. and fucking making sure the baby changed i mean well you, mama at work from dust to dawn or right. she at the club from and you got more dawn, people who, who are you know Crazy, who are you know got the potential of snatching your kid up and women? Which I mean, is, not women, but kids today are so kind of and men and women. Kid, uh, kids in general, they just so kind of not got that part in them that you know you do run a risk of, like you say, man. Like your mom can go to work, you could be gone all day. And won't nobody care. And not to say she really didn't care. It's just to the point, like, he probably ain't. She know all your spots. Either he down the street hooping. Right. Uh, he on his bike. The bike ain't here. He probably out on the bike. Like, it was just to the point where it was just like, I ain't got to worry about these kids. Like, yeah. they know all their friends on each block. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it ain't too many people I can't ask if something really do happen. Yeah. So, like you said, the community aspect was so important. But yeah, it was to a point that we were young adults. Like, we, we were young adults. Cell phones wasn't even prominent. If you call somebody, you know nah, call them on the landline. Before you, where y'all at? Okay, right. I'm on my way. I'll be there in ten minutes. And you got there in ten. Y'all went there wherever y'all right, went exactly. after that. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So like when cell phones came became big, niggas had it, but it just you couldn't do or want to do all the shit. You, right. you didn't care about being on your phone all day. You only <laughs> care when somebody like a, a chick hits you up you liked, or or or. 
I'm just keep it real. The, the whole the whole plan about you might have an emergency. I never really had an emergency while I had a phone in school. That it first couldn't off, be handled with a regular phone. Let's acknowledge <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never really had that. First, anything we well, talking facts. about beepers, pages, and yeah, two way pages. I got some pages. Page on the no, you hear Shout me? Out to I had the two way Cell phones came much later, <laughs> but we definitely had them pagers <laughs> and them two ways. I'm gonna have to put that on Facebook for y'all, man. You hear me? I got a page, and I, I ain't like, even need it. Like it. Nine, I just wanted to page, page it. Overalls looking just, cool. I don't feel like I, it's sad that our <laughs> these kids don't get to. It. I, I just really hate that my son will never get to experience that. Yeah, it's crazy that we the generation they experiencing all this shit though. You know last, what I'm like, we had it last. We was the we like the first and the last of a lot. Right of a whole like when we talk about ass Jeeves and shit, fuck a Google, ask Jeeves. Right, we talk about AOL dial up. Come on, <laughs> like but but oh, we don't got all the way to the left. But I'm and, just and, and I just want to say one thing because oh, yeah. I think it's important when you said the first because. We kind of are that generation that got the first to be kids and be accepted as kids mm-hmm. because a lot of people before us, they had to almost be in the gang if you lived in the neighborhood. You had mm-hmm. to be associated or affiliated. Like, it was really those generations and a little bit before them that said, and a little nigga can hoop, you always hooping. Or, mm-hmm. oh, man, they just playing it over there. Or they right. the, the T-ball. It, like, yeah. it was always Kick understood ball. that those the kids – you know what I'm saying? We, we are who we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we did get a chance to consume that how mm-hmm. our parents finally wanted to see it happen throughout all these years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like uh, when when I think about just upcoming and my child is a part of that up and coming. He's only he about mm-hmm. to be three this year. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think about what the world may be like by the time he hits Nine. That's, some scary shit. That's crazy. Like, Man, what, is really? he even going to have childlike experiences aside from me taking him to the zoo or to the arcade or whatever? Like, I think about that too. Like you said, our club technically was either the roller dome or Ooh. the fucking skate world. Ooh. We was going to the skating rink on the weekends. Right. That's where we turned up. Right. Somebody house. Somebody's house. I remember and the sock ops in eighth grade. Seventh eighth grade, we come used to have the sock ops at school. That shit was that used thing. to almost be a life. And, mom, me to cut you. Right. That used to be a life and death thing, man. Yo, that nigga house so fun, man. Right. Please Ask let me see if we can stay tonight. Yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. eat food. <laughs> y'all eat food. I ain't got shit to eat. Yeah. Man, come on, man. Was, let me talk to her then. She'll let me. She'll let you. She'll let you. You got to ask. You got to ask. That's how I used to be. Niggas used to spend at friend's house all the time. Shit was regular. A nigga just tried to stay till it was too late. Just right. fall asleep. <laughs> like that boy slain left. Oh, he can stay the night. You hear that phone ring? Hope it ain't your mom's house. Tell him, see, see him across the See him. And over it here. always would be that phone. Tell like, him to come if, home. She don't, if she don't kick you out by eight, man, you gonna be good. That's what yeah. that nigga just yeah. tell niggas. It was man, a curfew within the curfew. But if that call came, a nigga used to be watching right. that clock. Like man, it's about ten thirty. She probably ain't gonna call ten thirty one. Tell him to bring his ass home. Fuck, mom, please. They don't care. Kids could have that experience because I feel like now, like we reminisce about it, just like our like. We're now the parents that have to reminisce about the things our children aren't going to experience that That's we got scary, to man. experience. That's so fucked up to I'm think not, about, though. I'm not going to front, man. In elementary, I'll never forget my, my nigga DeVille. And like, shout out to my nigga DeVille. Man, we used to go over his house in HT and right. have a wrestling party. Like, we we bring all of our wrestling toys and have a big ring and have our imagination right. doing Royal Rumbles. And that used to be fun shit, bro. Hey, this is my nigga Clarence Carter for us, man. Shout I don't even remember the, the crib all the way, but I remember the room and niggas had their toys over we there. Like, the we had a full me. imagination. Like, nigga, no, nah, you know Demon Link will always do that. You got to let me do it. 
Fuck you, that. Let me do that you move. You don't realize how small those fucking rooms you was in until oh, you get old. There was like 12 kids in this one room. Oh, like, my on that God. One little motherfucking WrestleMania thing. You steps into that. You know Like, how the fuck did you we all fit in this motherfucker? Like bunk beds and everything. I'm talking about cover. And you know what what Everybody in that mud. Knocked out after a fierce wrestling match with toys. God damn it. Your mama got to wake up and cook for 12 kids that ain't hers. And made it work. And made it happen. We got rice and bacon Man, I'm talking about spaghettios like a motherfucker <laughs> with hot dogs cut up in it. Boy, that shit was the good as hell. Niggas was tired of spaghetti. Somebody, I'm my man about here. Noodles in the styrofoam cup. Man. <laughs> but you didn't care because your imagination was having so much fun. As long as you knew you could eat something with your friends and laugh right. and talk, that was the food right there. That's the food the was just the physical part. The spiritual, what was going on, that seemed like that could last forever till you got tired. Like, man, right. I don't know, niggas man. Niggas did not want to go home I'm Sunday sleeping. night. Niggas never want to go man. to the crib. I remember we used to be, I'm talking about young niggas, like nine, ten years old, used to be at the courts <laughs> up until like 10 o'clock. In the summertime, sometimes they'd be later than that. You know yeah, hey, the cool nigga I'm mother like, used to let him stay on that Sunday night, though. You'd be right. like, damn, he's going to let you stay? Yeah, my mother said, I can come. She's going to give me the money. That should be the cool nigga. That's how I be the first. When it's ever oh, one, shit. when we was at the courts, the first nigga that leave, we everybody leaves. You know what I'm saying? So the first nigga that got scared of their mom, nigga. Yeah. We all, get scared. we all get scared. We all get But shit is different. What was that last topic we was going to touch on, though? It was. I just want to say real quick, we listened to an instrumental with his vibe and video, and it just occurred to me, this this little bitch got detention. She been writing the same <laughs> thing over and over on but every page. But did you page. notice that her clock <laughs> but the time is 27 moving. hours is counting down? No, it's right. counting down, but it's she's still writing down. the same shit on every page. I'm like, hours. I don't know what she did in class. <laughs> so to, end this, to end this episode on a more serious note, I guess. Is um and, and I was explaining it offline. I was explaining it. God bless. Um, uh, men complaining about the masculine energies in women, but you're literally complaining about the type of women that you create, right? In in a sense, right? We, huh, I don't even know how I want to. I want to word. This. Let's get the question all the way clear. So, hit it first. The question all the way clear. It says. No, it was. It really wasn't a question. It was like a man. You said a, a man having it. Oh, 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 on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So a man, uh, a man, a man was was presenting the questions to the masses. Why do you have an issue with the masculine, quote unquote, masculine energy in women when you're the reason it's there as men, right? Yeah. So you you complain about these hyper independent, hyper masculine, or whatever that is, um, women, and why they won't submit and all of this other stuff, but. You don't want to necessarily work. You don't want to take care of the kids. You don't want to be in the household with the kids or be, you know, you're not creating family lifestyles to raise your children in. You want to pretty much be kept like a woman right. and cater to like a woman. And then, you know, you're upset that these women are, have taken on this mannish role. I feel, me personally, I feel like the government and the feminist <laughs> movement did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Come women, like you, you can, I guarantee it's a, Seventy <laughs> percent of women right now believe if a man told them to quit their job and they'd take care of them, they'd be like, "Man, this dude's trying to be controlled. He's trying to take over my life." And that's a fact, and that's how women think. So, how can a man do what he's supposed to do or want to do without a woman feeling some type of way when most of them feel that way? But no, they feel but like I'm giving him all somewhere. the control. I'm giving him this and that. Da, da, da. It had to start. Let me get up in that. I always get it. Oh, come on, okay, on. man. Come on. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, I, I, I don't feel. I feel like just how. Women have been passed down seeds, you know what I'm saying? Men have been passed down seeds. And from the men that we've gotten it from, it's, you know, fuck bitches, get money. And I, and I, and I say that's why 
I said this before on another uh, on another show that I feel like the men of the '90s, not to just blame them, but I just feel like that mindset they had in the '90s, where they had so much money and power floating around from the late '80s going into the '90s, that women allowed them to do a lot of things that they wouldn't accept if they didn't have money. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that had you know start the breaking of women in that aspect, like the mentality, because women were willing to put up with a lot of stuff to make shit work, you know, from a family, from relationship structure. A woman could, a woman could get cheated on multiple times by a man. And in so many situations back then, she would rather go fight the woman than to leave that man. As opposed to today where if a woman gets cheated on, it's over. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying either way is okay. I'm just saying that that was more of the mentality then. And I feel like the men of that time, from what they taught us and what they did, broke women down. And that's why I feel like those women taught these women of today, you cannot trust a man. You cannot depend on them like you think you can because I thought I could. And look at your daddy. You know what I'm saying? Or look at how these men treat my friend or da 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 and it's so much of a dichotomy that ain't every situation Uh but i feel like that could be thrown into the mix of what has become of how men look at women because men today want to get it right and it almost make us sound like the women because we be sitting here you know trying to get women to look at like man just be like this and we could be cool (laughs) and you know women be like i want this soft ass nigga i want a nigga that's gonna disrespect me God damn it! And have they, some money doing. Do they do do that. that. Have some money doing it in disrespect. After, after you see the Ari Lennox comment, where she said, she said the most toxic shit. She said, <laughs> she said that I get into it with my nigga and I act like I'm about to leave, but I, I be want him to choke me, grab me up, pull out his gun, and act like I, I can't like live without you. Like that. We heard and the, the, oh, the, the Ari Fletcher. That yeah. wasn't Ari Lennox. Ari Fletcher said. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Correction. Ari Fletcher said. Ari Lennox didn't say it. Right. Now the underlying message that she want to feel like this nigga love and want me so much to hear do whatever to make, but which is the, crazy. how she described how she wants that to be said, shown to her she do that, is you know? was toxic. And that's why you feel you hear like Lisa Ray coming in and commenting on you know her lifestyle and that aspect, yeah. which she kind of need to mind her business. But at the same time, well, I understand. Can- I understand what she's saying though, from trying to be an older woman to give game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I also watched Ari Fletcher on Lip Service, and when she talked she- about money bag. What's she talking about? Him? Well, she she was saying how yeah, you know, that, you know. that was her her young mindset in relationships yeah. where she felt like that was how you show your. Right. She was like, but, but he now has taught her he has exactly taught her healthy boundaries and things. And like I that. and I wanted to watch that interview just for that aspect because it's just like how I see a lot of rappers. It ain't until like I see them in an interview until I see how intelligent or not intelligent that they really yeah, are. Yeah. And that's how I judge them from their music to a point because I may not listen to their music, but if I could see the person and be like, well, damn, this nigga. I like his mindset. I can give him that much more points in, in, in the culture, at least. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? To know that maybe he's not making the music that I like right now, but he might get to it. Or whatever, whatever. So when I saw that, you know, that, that just, you know, brought some healing to that situation, I feel yeah. like. But uh, uh, I feel like that mindset for men has been passed down. And then add alone the seeds that are sown by single parents to men. Mm-hmm. Because since it wasn't a man there... To right. show a young man how to be a man. When a woman is showing a man how to be a man, a woman's first nature is to be a woman. And I feel like women don't mind taking care of their son because he's not a grown man. Right. And they know mm-hmm. that this man needs that. And I feel like a lot of us then got coddled in ways where we do want that out of our girlfriends. We want that out of our relationships. We want that. that. But I also feel like women want that as well. I also feel like not that we're we're 
we're over anyone as far as I want you to be more like my mother. I want you to be more like my father. It's those qualities that's within that that helps the relationship understand the dynamic of the power that's being passed. Because I feel like women have a lot of power that they don't use it in the ways of their femininity. They use it in the ways of a man. They want to use their power in the sense of money as opposed to their sense of if you could comfort me and support me in the right way, that is so powerful that I can love you in a way that you have been asking for without you having to tell me, look, you don't just listen to me enough. You don't just, like, no, right. like it's, it's a, it's an exchange yeah, of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not happening. If, if I'm giving you my power, how I'm supposed to, and you giving me the same power that I'm giving you, I'm not getting no power from you. Essentially. I'm not getting the power that I need. To and cultivate it, the man that you want me an to equal be. exchange is that what we're talking no, about? No, I mean that if my system, if the system of power for a man to be a provider, and like I said, since men don't go out and cut down trees and build houses, our power is through our money. That's why when we tell a woman we don't need you to work, you know what I'm saying, that that power is kind of being taken from us as a provider. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and because a lot of women don't understand that nurturing aspect unless it's for a child. And I this should like be more natural. To children. Exactly, to children, but also to your partner. <laughs> But we're not going to do it the same way. That's I'm what, not bro. saying that you should. Yeah, no, I agree. But I, agree. I, I feel like that's a different conversation, though. But what, what I, I agree in a lot of ways. Uh, offline, we talked about it. I agree in a lot of ways. Um, Fuck, you heard that? She agreed with a nigga, uh, With that being said, as a woman who has, um, <laughs> has planted her feet for very many years in my masculine, quote unquote, mm. energy... Um, we talked about it on the do you because we talked about it on the episode where you said do do women pick and choose when to be submissive mm-hmm. and I said yes absolutely I don't know if you can though I was saying that no too. but when I gave you the reasoning yeah because when you said it when yeah it when I gave her as a woman who has had to and this was before my son we just talking about it as an independent woman mm-hmm. who has been married before and divorced mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. Just taking care of myself over the years, making sure my household was good, my responsibilities were taken care of, mm-hmm. and having men come in and out and try to prove their position or, you know, come in and right. try to take over the position as the man in my life. Uh-huh. Um, They could never show and prove. Because at, at that point, you want me again, and I, I'm going to use this term loosely because I know <laughs> I don't want y'all to jump on my head. You want me to let go of the reins, right? You want me to let you take the wheel, so right. to speak. But you don't know what direction we're going in. Or the destination. Right. Or the destination. So how do I how do I sit back in the passenger seat <laughs> and be comfortable, put my feet up on the dash, let the wind blow in my face with right. the window down, and you don't know where the fuck we going. He got gas money. Anyway. No, <laughs> because, yeah, you, but you just running out the gas. Hey, no, but that's, uh, that's, uh, I, that's I essentially could, what you describe. A nigga just with gas money. That that's niggas, a fact. Niggas back in the day, that was comfortable being broke and fucked up. Like, families, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. not getting more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just but but I want to add to that. Like, th- that's why, why we... Why people can say we grew up in survival mode? Cause it's was, a lot of grandmothers that took care of grown ass men that's before that generation. Man, that's no why way. I feel like a lot of women didn't mind I'm a the real 90s nigga. taking care of some men, and you know, some of them until they got their shit oh, together. I see but what you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of them never had a plan beyond a drug game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you never had a plan beyond that, you don't know what you're really good at. 
or what you could really do with your mind or or the the gift that you have because you don't recognize it that you have it and how to monetize that you know what i'm saying it's that it's that 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 mentality that taking care of a man and not to say it wasn't bad you know what i'm saying but that we all we got type shit you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was like that, that was still getting passed down. Like I said, until you get the R generation. No, it's, it's welfare women that's taking care of broke ass <laughs> niggas that ain't had jobs in years, nigga. Right? That's now. true, but you know I mean, it depends on illegally. Depends on the man, also. But how do you expect women to step outside of that? When, like I said, like it's been many times I heard nigga. I feel like I'm dating a nigga because I feel like I'm dating a bitch. Damn. I mean, I, I never said that out loud, but if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Right. Because you sitting here saying you feel like you're dating a whole nigga. And I'm I'm not denying that. You are dating a whole nigga because I don't feel like I'm dating a whole man. Right. So how could I then step outside and be, in, like I said, in the passenger seat and be comfortable with you in my life? Right. And I don't trust you. I don't trust that you're going to leave. You can make the right decisions for this relationship. So it all what comes, are we doing? I see what you said. It all comes back to the man. It all it well it, it, does, does. it does. We're both lacking. Is when you break it down but like that, because when I am comfortable, right. and any any man that I've been with can attest to this. When I'm comfortable, when Courtney is in her femininity, as as some people would say, right. when Courtney's completely in her femininity, if I'm not, there's no there's no back and forth unless I'm giving a, a slight suggestion. Mm-hmm. Because I have to trust that you know where we're going. Mm-hmm. I have to trust that my man is going to make the correct decisions for the collective. I have to trust that you're not going to lead me wrong. When there's no doubt or confusion, you you got the wheel, baby. See, but I'm not even checking the GPS to see where we go. <laughs> I might take a nap. Right. I, but I agree that I feel like that's how women are today. But I don't think femininity should be conditional. You know what I'm saying? I but feel it like is. But it shouldn't be. You but know what it I'm is. Just like love shouldn't be conditional. You know what I'm saying? But my, my point in saying that is that regardless, you still have women that come off as feminine, just period, without them right. even being with a man. And that's the difference. But what I does feel that like. look like? Oh, you talking about a prissy woman walking around in heels and the lace front with the nah, makeup nah, and the nah, like? Nah, what nah, we nah. talking about being fem- femininity nah. is is more than just how I present myself, but also it's a let's reflection be clear, of that, I'm not coming to you aggressively in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. If a man is right. approaching me with the intent to get to know me, to date me, or whatever, you're going to you're going to be met with feminine. At the end of the day, I have a vagina. I don't have a penis. So I think you're feminine. I don't. I know you understand that you keep saying that you're masculine. I, I no, think you're, but you're what I'm saying is, if you get, if you feel like you, it gets to the point where you feel like you too niggerish for me. I've heard that before. You, you too. You like that sometimes, though. Sometimes, but not all I, the time. But why am I like that though? What's happening in this in this situation that would cause me to give you that uh, kind you of energy? Like, I ain't mean. I, 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 I feel like I feel like different. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I no, talk no, to no, a no, woman like, that's feminine as opposed to a woman that I feel like is more masculine. She can agree or disagree without having to make sure she's making a point about it. You know what I'm saying? As an example, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if a woman want to don't agree with something, she don't gotta. Go back and forth for the nigga to make him understand a I point. Don't argue. A woman, a woman in her femininity can also just not comment on it, and then not deal with you anymore. You know what I'm saying? She could just so she can she can understand where you stand on it and be like, mm, okay, so I get so that, where do what you're saying is I should just shut up. I'm not saying that about like you. you. I'm just saying that. Oh, I'm like, I'm not asking you what's an example of what okay. I feel like femininity looks like mm. without 
you know what I'm saying, it being conditional. So I feel much, like that's something that I feel like without a man having to be present, a woman can still have her stance without having to feel like she has to voice it. And right. still move on that's with life. That's shutting you know up, though. That's not shutting if up. I, okay, if I that's don't up. if we're having a discussion, I don't necessarily agree with whatever you know. Right. What what the end all be all may not be me leaving and being done with it. Oh, I, I get you that. know what I'm saying. I but that, that. The, are you saying that now that's a challenge to the the femininity aspect of it because I'm just choosing to speak. My piece. It's levels to this shit. Is what I'm. Well, saying. I'm trying to understand what level <laughs> we levels, on. You know what I'm saying? What, what does that mean? I'm just saying. You asked me what I feel like it looks like, and I feel like that's an example of what I have seen that and a woman who's a woman who's in her because I feel like men arguing go back and forth. I, I don't feel like a man wants to argue with a woman because we know that okay. it can lead to us raising our voices, so, and a man doesn't want to raise his voice at, a, out, at, t- at a woman. And this you know is where I think this is mentally where I take issue with that standpoint, and okay. it, I'm not. Here to change your mind because why is me voicing my opinion automatically perverted in your mind that this has to be argument see I don't I, I, I think what he's saying is is what make it argumentative you know what I'm saying I feel like you keep going back and repeating your point because he's talking about it instead of just letting it in I feel like you're being more masculine because you feel like you got to get your point across and make him believe what the fuck you're saying by repeating that's yourself. not important you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? The, the important thing is that you made your point or you stated what you wanted to say. You right. feel about it. And that's where you're going to stand without you having to keep going back, no, no matter what. Without right. you going back and forth with me, what you said is what you stand on. And that's it. And nothing's going to change. You know what I'm saying? That's, and nothing's going to change that, your mind. Right. You don't have to go back and forth and feel like, you know. What? No, but that's what I'm saying because if you say your piece and I say my piece and we both agree to disagree, that is not an argument. We've said we need to yeah, say and it's been but done. It's not that, but you feel like in most cases, are you saying in most cases women will do so. the back and forth? And that's what you yeah, said. I feel like I, I just feel like it leads to that, and I feel like a okay. woman in her feminine, I'm you know what I'm saying? And just that aspect. I'm uh-huh. not saying that she's you know not feminine in other ways. I'm just saying that's an example to me okay. where I feel like I you. you know what I'm saying. Uh, some women will choose what we call right. the high road and just be like, mm. right. you know what I'm saying, without having to say nothing. Because and you know what's crazy? This is crazy because I swear to God, I was just listening to Young Jock. He got a radio station in Atlanta, and they got like a YouTube channel. And they be taking couples' phone calls in and shit. I forgot <laughs> okay. why this woman called in or whatever. And uh, no, that dude, they, they called the woman in and she said that she, she ain't been hearing from this dude for a couple weeks. She felt like she'd been ghosted, blase, blase. So they put her on hold and called dude so she can listen in <laughs> while they talk to dude. Dude answer the phone. Like, damn, what up? What's up? Why y'all calling me so goddamn early? He talking about the show because he knew it would have to be some relationship shit. Mm-hmm. I guess it's big in Atlanta or whatever. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and they like, yeah, man, like, uh, we, we, you know, somebody, a homegirl name or whatever. Uh, Wait, hold up, I just want to say, Jock is a top five comedian. <laughs> so I want to watch it now. All right, well, go ahead. You gonna have to listen to it. Like, homegirl said that you uh stop rocking with her. You answer her phone. He's like, yeah, man. I told him, man. Like, I'm, I need to be treated like a king, man. And she's just too <laughs> masculine and shit like that. He talking about it for like two, three minutes. They click her in, and they like, uh, so you heard that. She said, yeah, I heard this soft-ass, bitch-ass nigga. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I see why he thinks she masking. He like, yeah, you see what I'm saying? He like, no, nah, you just a soft nigga. You can't handle a woman like me. And I you feel know like, what I'm saying? Oh, I feel like the That's moment a went. woman says, I need a man who can handle me, you don't need a man. Right. You don't need a man, baby. You live in. You are the you man. You are right. the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, nobody should have to. I, first of all, if, if I ever met a man who said, I need to find a woman oh, who can yeah. handle me, that's a red flag. Matter of fact, let me tell you what happened. Now it's coming back to me. <laughs> he took her to uh, one of his homeboys' cribs. It's, uh-huh. uh, it's four or five couples there. 
All the women getting go up and bring their man a plate. She come back with her own plate. Don't bring him a plate. Oh. He he could scoot on the, hit her on the arm like you don't make me a plate. You see. She's like, I ain't making you a plate. I ain't got no ring on my finger. That's how it started. You know what I'm saying? And then mm. that's why he stopped fucking with her. He's like, man, she ain't, she ain't, I need to be treated like a king. That's I'm not even been treated like a king. Plate. But you see every other woman do it. Like, why the fuck would you? Well, well you know what I, I'm going to say, just based on that, if I was the one of the women in the room, right. I would be eyeballing him like, that's not your chick. That is not the one Everybody for you, bro. probably said that. You know that's what I'm not your chick, bro. Because yeah. it's, it's really... <laughs> Again, I was raised a certain kind of way. And one of those ways is if I brought a man to a function, yeah, any gotta, function, my, in my grandma's house, at my mama's house, anyway, I'm making his plate. He invited her, though. If we had, it don't matter. Right. Yeah, if we're yeah. at anywhere together, mm. my house, your house, whoever house, right? I don't give a fuck if you cook the whole meal. Move out the way. I'm going to make your plate and go have a seat, like what you I want said, to drink. you feminine. You know that's just common courtesy. I've always done that. In relationships, when I'm being courted, whatever, yeah. I'm always as making my man play. As sound, I feel like that's expected. Just like a, it's expected for a man to pay for a dinner date or whatever. It a, should be expected times. for a woman. And there was another question going around. Because mm-hmm. a woman said that she brought her kid a plate before she brought her husband a plate. How y'all feel about that? I who hate should, that debate. Who should get I'm, the plate first? You know first of all, ain't nobody starving. So the man, unless he says, make sure the kid's good first, mm. I'm probably bringing my man his plate first. And why is that? Because he's the head of it, it, the household at See? that point. I feel like if you, if we I in the like- setting, if we in the setting, because at, at the time that I was married, we didn't have children, mm. right? Um, but if, if we were in a setting where... There was a man and children. Unless my man specifically said, make the kids' plates first. Right. He's going to get his plate first because he's the provider of the household. He's the head of the house. Me and the kids going to eat. I'm going to eat last, right? Because right? I'm then going to make the kids' plates. That's me. Some people don't feel like that. I'm going to make sure my kids good first, up, though, but like, I'm in. not doing that. I kind of want to explain that on a, on a survival level, though, because I don't think we're thinking about where this mentality probably came from. I feel like it's a respect thing, like you said, mm-hmm. and I also feel like if something happens right then and there, who's gonna go outside? The man. So who needs to be eating first? The man. Okay, and that's, that's a, what it boils down because the, the woman difference. and the child is gonna stay in the house and they can eat whenever at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if something happens, a man needs his energy and strength. I'm just thinking back in the times of when wars and real shit that's was going even on, today, medieval you know, times. Like right, but yeah, I'm just saying that. Times. I'm just saying that I feel like this is why I feel like a mentality like this was developed. You mm. know what I'm saying? On a basic level, like men have to go out and go hunt, yeah, go build, go da da. So he's about to eat first because he needs his energy and strength for that. You and know what I'm saying? Who works the physical jobs in America? The man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, we got technology now. <laughs> but I'm saying, who's stop. doing all stop. of the heavy lifting for the oh, uh, machines? Yeah, it's a lot of men doing a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, if he doing heavy labor, he probably working construction. I just want to comment and say she's very disrespectful. <laughs> God, I mean, just These even in the fact, I just feel like. Women today, even if you feel like your nigga's soft or he's a bitch, the fact that you feel like you have to say that to him, (laughs) I feel like that's masculine. You know what I'm saying? When we go back to the Ari situation, she was talking about some women think that that aggressive shit is cute. Like they think that that's that's how how you should communicate because that's they think that's a love language. They think that that is a love language. That's how they communicate because that's the way niggas communicate with them. She was probably called all types of bitches, whores, and stupid hoes, and all of that. And that was she. He probably was a soft bitch. 
ass nigga. Like, at the end of the day, you don't know what her background is. Like he said, he was just trying to date sis. You know? Right. They weren't in no full-blown relationship. He was getting to know her, and he was seeing already, like, a red flag. this ain't it. Exactly. But it's That's women the out there who flag, think man. that <laughs> when a man is not her vision of what he should be, you still have women out here if a man show too much emote, like if he's too open to me, right. that's, that's soft. The like, thing, that's the thing I don't know? understand so is when a woman date a nigga that she feel like soft and that don't work. And then she get the gangster nigga who <laughs> don't want to fuck with it and that don't work. <laughs> what the fuck do y'all, don't y'all think y'all need to change at that point? Or do no, y'all think y'all going to keep finding no. the most gangster, 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 gangster <laughs> no. nigga till he accept you and beat your ass and show you I, what this shit really and about? And I'm going to tell you why <laughs> you that, that, that logical thought process doesn't make sense to illogical right. people. Mm. Because if you don't think it's a problem, you don't see the problem. Mm. It's a lot of women out here who don't think. The way they go about relationships or communication or anything is the problem. That's a fact. So they don't see a need to change. If a man is cheating on every chick he's ever been with and he don't see it as a problem, he's going to continue to cheat with every chick he's been with. I, I'm not gonna lie man. though. I, 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 women I, don't know how to take accountability. Upon upon women, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment upon on that. women not finding a man who can lead. I do feel like right. men are softer these days. Like you can't get a woman. To, I mean, you can't get a man or even just go to work hard for yeah. shit. Like uh, that's the shit I don't like. Like it, well, I feel like one main quality a man should have is to be willing to work hard. Like if something needs to be taken care of, and you say you're gonna take care of it. Don't go to your unless you already working eighty hours. Don't go to your girl and be like, baby, think you can pick up a shift. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't even working sixty yet, nigga, you not doing shit to be helping this cause for you to feel like your word is bond. Like God you damn. working too much, like yeah, like man, I mean, I was working forty and she want me to work sixty five. Like nigga, what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck a, else you gotta do? I'm a fifty. What else do you chick. have to do? You're an adult. Put no the game 50, down. Nigga, I'm a fifty fifty chick. I ain't no such thing. And I'm a, I'm a say. Bring me 50 I'm, on this love. I don't need 50 a, on this I'm check. I'm going to say I'm 50-51 you know because saying? I ain't never been in a position to have no man paying my bills. And I, I, I said it. I ain't never been in a position. Even when you was married to Even when I was married. That clown ass nigga. Never been in a position. I, I was paying. She, she I was so paying. Hey, shout he out is, to you. He though. is a goofy ass nigga. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Goofy ass nigga. I mean, I ain't going to call him no. You know, I ain't going to call him out his name. No, he a fucking goofy. But. Um, I want to ask questions, but right. no. No, I mean, <laughs> offline. It's not appropriate. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but no, like, even then, car note, insurance, cell phone, rent, utilities. To get all that. I was taking half, care of business. You was a hefty or you was taking care well, of I, shit? I said I was taking care of business. I ain't say nothing about hair. Uh, <laughs> Even when I was living with un, un, in the, under the same roof as a whole man, and it's going to be people who listen to this and be like, you crazy. I mean, I was with him. It was my life. I was living it. But mm. I ain't never put myself in it. Even if he was going half and giving me money on anything in the house. Right. It was taken care of. Because if you're not here tomorrow, guess what? It's going to be taken care of. I feel like the most important thing today is what we do need to focus on as far as black men and black women. You got to find what works for you because mm-hmm. it always ain't about the woman being too masculine. Mm-hmm. It's there there might be a guy out there that you can go half with on a better life and he still is the man's man that you like mm-hmm. without it feeling any compromise to what y'all feel like y'all building. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like with us having... The social cues on what we expect from a man and a woman, that makes it difficult to find because 
on your list of qualities or what you may be looking for. Yeah, yeah. that might be something that don't stick out in the front. But if you don't have a mindset to know what you're really needing as far Mm -hmm. as what a man brings you, the the cup that he's going to refill inside of you, then you're not going to find that guy. And you're going to keep looking for this Mm -hmm. provider and hoping that he's checking off these lists first Mm -hmm. and not what you really want when you're inside the house next to him. But see, what what I tell people all the time is you have to find your non-negotiables. Not just what you want, not yeah. just what you like. You have to find what's the absolute hard stop boundary. That's a fact. Right? So if you know for a fact, as a woman, you want to be a housewife, you want to rip your children, you want your man to go out and work and take care of all of the bills, whether he cutting you an allowance or whatever the fuck, if that's a hard boundary for you, if you know for a fact that is a non-negotiable, make that such. Because when you come across that man, he will have no problem with doing that for you. As crazy as it sounds, I ain't gonna catch you off. Mm-hmm. But on the femininity shit, I feel like the only way a w- woman can really be a hundred percent feminine is probably if she a housewife. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? I'm done. As fucked up as it sounds, of course she's gonna be. <laughs> you know, feminine and shit. But what? But to get that hundred percent, probably. Everybody ain't built to be a housewife. Kind of lean with you on that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, like I say, man, I feel like money is destroying relationships because money has given women power. And I just feel like they don't know what they want to do with it. They just know they want power to finally get all the hairstyles. They, just like a nigga do with money. They get all the hairstyles they ever wanted, all the clothes they ever wanted, take all the trips they ever wanted. And on the lines of what Kevin Samuel said, you become a used good. You know what I'm saying? Because now when I get you, my trip is not going to mean anything to you. Ain't nothing I could do or show you that will bring so out the amazement. So you think we should hold off until a I'm nigga take us on a that. trip? No, because like I said, it's a, you women out here working harder than niggas. Women are out here putting these hours in to go I do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's bringing them to a more masculine level to know that I know if I go work and put these hours in, I really don't need a nigga. I really don't need I you, mean, man. You just got point, the dick. At this point, I think, <laughs> you know I think with women working out. For real, I think, that's how women. That, that's I, a fact. I, but what I'm saying is, I think what the real issue is, is that true. niggas just can't come with money no more. You got to have some substance. Niggas have, have strictly been bent on not having no fucking personality. Like, well, I could do this. I could do this for nah, you. I, I could do this for you. Down. And leading with they, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but leading with they fucking pockets, what I can do. And right. women used to be like, oh, yeah, of course I would love you to pay my $500 rent. And that was acceptable. <laughs> they didn't have to come with nothing else. And yes, like you said, like our grandparents, they was out here living their lives because mm-hmm. the wives was at home living comfortably. That's not the case. We make the same amount of money. Now what? I was gonna say no. I agree with you on that point. I just feel like it's some women that's just out here that's just so t- like I was literally on World Style and I saw a video where you know it was a nigga complaining. I do all of this. I pay for this. I pay for you to go to school. And like you said, he could be a nigga without a personality because sometimes it ain't about the money. Is she gonna cheat? Is because she's still not getting something she's mm-hmm. lacking. But sometimes. If a nigga is doing all of this to provide a lifestyle that we both agree that we want, he's not going to always be in the mindset and have the time to be that other nigga that he can be. That don't mean you just go out and cheat on that nigga. Oh, no. You know I don't saying? encourage cheating. And I feel like that happens also. I feel like it's a lot of niggas that, you know, corny with money, but I also feel like it's a lot of niggas that's working that don't get a chance to just readily display the good shit until he got his rest or ate his chicken for the night right. or at least got his little daily dose of basketball, you know, something to bring his small peace of mind mm-hmm. from being at work all day. You know what I'm no, saying? Right. I feel like, you know, 
that that gets undermined in some of that shit because yeah. a woman would just look at, well, you don't do that, you don't do it. Well, I'm a little tired. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, I'm gonna go find a nigga that ain't but, tired. But we <laughs> talked about work home. We talk about work home balance as well, and I'm gonna keep it short because yeah, I can fact. be long winded. Because if all of your concentration, all your energy goes to what you provide outside of this home, then you are not technically nurturing this home. As much as you think you are, as even as a provider, how do you build the home? Though you know what I'm saying, you like, you can build the home, but if your only if your only focus as the provider, the man is the home, then you can have the house. You don't need me in it. I'm, I'm saying women got to be realistic, though. The man trying to build build a legacy as well, though. You know right, but it that. has to be more to you. Still, listen. I'm a firm believer. You find time for what you want to find time for. If I'm also a priority mm-hmm. in this house. You find time to nurture your priorities. Man, so man if, can't if, if, to if get what's tired, is man. It on your paycheck every two weeks, every week, if that is your primary priority, that's fine. But where do I fit in? Because every time we have this conversation, I I'm hearing, right. well, he's he's tired. He's the provider. Nah, hey, I'm you know, tired too. Hey, hey, look. Back in the day, a family could take one trip a year or one trip every three okay, years. And that'd so be fine. I'm saying women want trips every four months. So I got to work. For, I'm not but saying I'm that. Not I'm, I'm, I'm saying there's women out there that do. Where's the intimacy? Where's the, where's the time? Where's the attention? If all I'm doing is making sure you fit for your energy, right? You come home, you lay down, you sleep, you get up, you leave the house. All you, this is your regular. Where do I fit in? You don't need me here for that because you can order DoorDash before you get to the house. You can pick it up at the door. Go inside this house that you built with that paycheck right i know i don't, agree with I don't have to it be ain't here the same, but that's but what i'm saying but, though but where do you put me in the priority and that's why i say a woman is so important because it ain't just my physical stomach you got to fill my spiritual stomach okay. sometimes women gotta sometimes a woman gotta realize that when her man is is in that days or in that continuance of working sometimes she has to pull him out of that and it don't take a lot to get that romance you see and sometimes you gotta just come with a light touch and you come, hey, baby, you, hey, you strong. I'm just getting strong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a nigga be like, a nigga get that energy enough to be like, yeah, nigga, I've been throwing these ties. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some women don't understand that sometimes all it takes is a little subtly and a little love to pull us out of the, love the rat race. Because you if you don't do that, then you're going to keep me mad at me wondering why I don't bring it out, why I don't bring it right after work. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to, okay. you got to do, you have to do those things Lady to Jai bring Jai. out that Ask spiritual that man cup. To open that job. Yeah, so come on, women. Like come on, woman. Yeah, do that. I, I don't like mind doing because that. that, that, that <laughs> hey, hey. I'm not gonna hey, act like that. Hey, it's the I, man hey, and it's the woman. I love it. Shop, and if I don't get it open, bitch, I loosen it up. Hey, like, hey, I agree like with you. both of y'all. It's, it's both I parts. That though, shit. Man. We both got a rose. Give me a towel. Sure. Give me a towel. I know I can get it open. Give me a towel. Shit. Give me the towel. I forgot what we was even talking about. We're gonna end it right there. We're gonna end it. We've been going for a little bit. Hey, man. Neighborhood Spit Podcast. Y'all got any shout outs before we ride out? We got one more minute. One more minute. Uh, let me think let me think this is black history month i just want to uh leave y'all with something man i came across something on instagram where it's a black billionaire that was in the 80s and that kind of amazed me because i didn't think that existed you know what i'm saying and uh well he died from brain cancer they could have put it in anyway uh, he actually had at one point owned a major movie distribution platform i want to say it was paramount but i could be definitely wrong but Mm. made a lot of money off that who owns it now uh, well, he's dead. I don't know. I don't, I'm His just saying that. I guarantee they don't. He he uh 
he got a, a story of hard work and the values that were put into him as a kid that resonated with him and helped him become the man that he was. Never give up. Keep trying, going through the failures until he reached that success point of a billionaire in the eighties. Though now that was that's, that's just something that's amazing to me that a black man like that existed because you just don't hear that story. You hear that very far and few. And uh, I want to leave y'all with that for Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? We on day thirteen. He had to be one 12. of the richest niggas in the world. He was a billionaire in the eighties. Come on, niggas you know won billionaires back then, man. Not a lot. It wasn't a, he especially was in, not in his states. He was in America. In America, that's Earth. wild. His name was ah, oh, what was his name? I think it was Robert something. African or he's African. Oh, he's black. Black dude. He's black. Okay. Black. I mean, not black, black, but he's black. Though. Shout out to him, black. Man. Yeah, so man, melanated huge. American. Hey, neighborhood. Let me get y'all some music to slide what out the to. Fuck Hey man, it's, like I said, second episode in the day, man. We working hard. Bitches. I mean, don't let people know that, man. You gotta leave some mystery, nah, man. Nigga, oh, man, it's second episode in the day. Listen up, yo, 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 yo